Fish and Robinson's Laughter Compendium. If you enjoy this podcast, you can now support it by heading to buymeacoffee.com forward slash OEDP, where you can make a one-off super quick donation to help us keep Laughter Compendium going. Megan, it's okay. You're in hospital. You've been in a coma. What? How long have I been asleep? Since February 2020. It's now February 2022. Oh my God! That's crazy! Two years? Yep. I can't believe it. You you mean I've missed out two whole years of my life? Yep. That's... That's unbelievable. I know. Two whole years. I must have missed so much. Yeah, you would think that, yeah. I was meant to go to Australia with my friends in 2020. Ah. I guess they went without me. Uh, Maybe. How am I going to adjust? I've just been lying here in pyjamas, vegetating like this, while life has passed me by. I'm sure people will understand. God, it's so depressing that my life has been on hold since 2020. <gasps> mm-hmm. I've not been able to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. <laughs> yep. What a waste of my life. Yep. I'll never get those years back. <laughs> uh, Was it something I said? (laughs) Hear ye, hear ye! Meet hot milfs in your area! Right, two cotton chips with a battered sausage and mushy peas? Uh, yeah, that's me. You want salt on that? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Wow. Look, I'm, I'm really sorry. I wasn't paying attention. You know what? Just forget it. I'm sorry! Oh, oh, hi, Sally. I wouldn't bother going in there. They are not slug-friendly at all. tired. You all right? Oh, yes, I'm all right. Just a little worn out. Been working my fingers to the bone round the house all day. Oh dear. Why don't you put your feet up for a bit? Put my feet up? On our sofa? We've got a brand new John Lewis three-piece suite here, Jessica. I don't put my feet up, not even in my stockings. You got that sofa three years ago, Mum. Well, you only get a new sofa once in a lifetime, Jessica. I, for one, will not wear mine out. Wait, you've never sat on the sofa? Certainly not. Okay, well, why don't you have a bath and unwind? A bath? A bath, she says. I only have a bath if I've been out in the cold, if I've endured a terrible shock. I haven't had a bath in ten years. Not since we got rear-ended on the way home from supper with Constance and Gregory at the Marlborough Arms. We awaited rescue for three hours. I was freezing. Your father said, darling, have a bath. So I did, but only up to my waist. Bloody hell, Mum. And it was only tepid. Gas doesn't come free, you know. Okay, well, can't you go and have a lie down then? 
Light some relaxing candles, read a book. Candles? For relaxation? We have to keep all the candles fresh so that we can see what we're doing at night. What do you mean? Mum, you've got lights in the house. Lights? Lights? Electricity doesn't grow on trees, Jessica. My generation had to learn not to be wasteful. I know you'd have the whole place lit up like Blackpool illuminations if you could, just like last Christmas. Mum, I turned on a lamp. Oh, it's exhausting me just thinking about it. Well, just to lie down then. Forget the candles. Lie down? Lie down? Do you know how expensive that mattress was? I sleep standing up. I lean against the alcove in the hallway. What? Where does Dad sleep? Well, he's in the tent. On the kitchen floor, of course, so as not to dent the carpet. You would not believe how much that carpet cost. Oh, my God, Mum. On special occasions, I'll go in there as well for the warmth, but we don't want to wear it out, you know. What do you mean for the warmth? For God's sake, Mum, tell me you've got the heating on. Heating? Am I the Queen in Buckingham Palace? Heating? The heating goes on for two minutes in the morning to get your father's joints working enough so that he can get out of the tent and then we put our coats on like everybody else. Okay, right, sure. Totally normal, Mum. Good Lord. You can mock me all you like, but it's working. You know we had the house valued the other day. Two million. What? Yep. You could buy it off us if you didn't insist on spending all of your money on avocados, your education, and your precious lights, of course. Okay, lovely. Thanks, Mum. Take care. Bye! Hear ye! Hear ye! Dissolve belly fat with these miracle pills! Thanks for coming in, Hazel. Of course. Is everything okay? Your message on Slack sounded serious. Well, um, listen, I'll just jump right in. Uh, if you'll pardon the, uh, the, uh, the expression. Sorry? Uh, nothing. Um, look, look, Hazel, I don't think it will come as a surprise to you to hear that your first couple of weeks in the office haven't been the smoothest. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Um, now, obviously, when we hired you... We interviewed you over Zoom. Yes. Uh, yes, and, um, well, of course, I, I think perhaps we didn't quite... or we didn't quite fully understand... I see. You do? Yes, I see where this is going. It's just... It wasn't until you came in that... This is because I'm a centaur. No, no, not because you're a centaur per se. It, it's just, if we'd have known, I mean, I mean, we would have been more prepared for your special... Requirements. My special requirements? Well, your cubicle, for a start. Well, it's not my fault the space is so cramped. There's been a lot of damage. Unintentional. And you... You kicked Susan. She shouldn't have stood behind me. She... She has quite severe brain damage now. Children are taught not to do that. I really don't see They're how... They're not sure she's going to recover. Well, I'm very sorry for her, but it's really not my fault. Your colleagues have been complaining. About what? You don't use the toilets. Well, how am I supposed to use the toilets? I don't know, but you can't just... You can't just go wherever. My toileting habits are not an appropriate topic for my manager to be raising with me. I'm sorry. I, I really am sorry, but this just isn't working. This is outrageous. You will be hearing from my lawyer. Again, I am so sorry. If we'd have known... This isn't the last you'll hear of this. I swear on the stars and my bow, which was my mother's bow before me. Good day, sir. I'm sorry! 
Hello, 999, what service do you require? Oh, hello. Um, well, an ambulance would be lovely if, if you could possibly spare one. So you need an ambulance? If that's all right with you. Yes, please. Thank you. What's the nature of the emergency, madam? Well, it's a bit silly, really, but I think it looks as though my leg may have possibly fallen off. Okay, we've traced your location from your phone, so just stay calm and the paramedics will be with you as soon as possible. Oh, really? Only if you've got enough to go round? I I mean, if there isn't someone else with a worse problem that might need one. This is an urgent matter, madam. Well, that's really kind of you to say, but, you know, everyone has things that they're dealing with. I I wouldn't like to think my problem's worse than anyone else's, but if you're sure it's okay... Madam, your leg has fallen off? Yes, it has. Right, I need to ask some questions. Are you losing blood? Oh, uh, uh, yes, I I suppose I am. A lot? Well, um, well, uh, yes. Is anyone nearby? Anyone who can stay with you until the ambulance arrives? Uh, I can see a house not too far away. Have you tried to attract their attention? Well, it's getting near dinner time, isn't it? I I wouldn't like to disturb them. Can you see the ambulance approaching? They should be very close now. Oh, yes, yes, I think I can. Thank you for all your help. It's been really lovely talking to you. Uh, Thanks. I'll stay on the line and talk to the paramedic once they've stabilised you. Oh, lovely. That'll be nice. Oh, blimey. Look, all this for little old me. Madam, are you okay? Oh, I'm not too bad, thank you, though I was worried you'd have trouble parking, but you've done well there. If I'd have known my leg was going to fall off, I'd have picked a better spot. I'm so sorry about that. How did this happen? Well, I was in a taxi and I noticed my seatbelt didn't work, but I didn't like to say anything. He was such a nice man and the car was lovely and clean, so I thought, well, I've not done too badly. But then he crashed into a tree, you see, and I went flying through the windscreen like a silly idiot. Typical me. Anyway, this man looked awfully scared and and he drove off, which is absolutely fine. But as he did, he sort of reversed over my leg. The poor thing, the look on his face. I shouted to him, don't worry, you know, these things happen. You go home and have a nice cup of tea for the shock and I'll call myself an ambulance. He was so kind, he wouldn't even accept the fare or anything. Hear ye, hear ye. Sofa was 1299, now 129899. Thank you, Karen, for your motion to remove the disabled parking spaces outside your building so you can park closer to your flat. We uh, will certainly look into it. Any other council business? Oh, yes. The weather is taking a turn for the worse quicker than expected this winter and I wondered if we could salt the roads a little earlier than usual. (gasps) Wow. What? Well, I think I've heard enough. Why would you say that in front of a slug? (sighs) Sally, please don't... So how's the magic going, then? I don't know. I've got a show this afternoon, but... What's that? I I used to love doing it, you know. The card tricks, the wand, the endless scarves all sewn together, but I've been thinking lately. Well, 
It's all just lies, isn't it? Hey? It's all just lies! Well, in a way, but that's the whole... Lies and deception! I mean, I, I think people know it's not real. Well, does that make it okay? Huh? What about the children? I've got a kids' party later on and I just... I feel awful! Well, they'll enjoy it, won't they? Or maybe, for now. But I remember the day I discovered Father Christmas wasn't real and... It broke me. I've become the very thing I hated and I just cannot condone this normalised lying to children anymore. I, I don't think you need to beat yourself up like this. I can't stand it though. Kids have enough to deal with without monsters like me filling their heads with this... this bullshit. Uh, really, I don't think you should... I've made up my mind. I'm quitting magic. I'm going to rehome my rabbit. I'm going to set me doves free. I am so sick of the lying, the trickery, the deceit. Okay. Um, what do you want to do instead? I want to change the world for the better. Make a positive difference to people's lives. Be a force for truth and justice. Well, that sounds like a great idea. I want to get into politics. Uh... Hear ye, hear ye. Are ye a robot? Check all boxes showing bridges, crosswalks or traffic lights. Nope, wrong. We now go over to our community's correspondent, Sarah Nichols, and her report on the concerning parasite at the heart of the British suburban dream. Jimma Jackson is a 34-year-old woman who has recently moved to a suburban area of London. At first, she thought her new neighbourhood was like any other. Gemma was wrong. I moved into this area a year ago. It's a really nice area on the surface, uh, mostly semi-detached houses, working couples or young families like mine. Um, you know, it seemed like a nice, normal place. But Gemma soon noticed that something wasn't right. It started with the house opposite mine. Um, one day I noticed the family moving out. The house was empty for a few weeks, then suddenly I noticed they'd taken over. Gemma was unknowingly witnessing the arrival of one of the suburb's biggest secrets, a household parasite more relentless and widespread than many of us know. Gemma's neighbourhood was about to be taken over by... dentists. I just don't understand how they took over so quickly. One minute it was a lovely family home, the next minute they're pulling teeth in what used to be the living room. My neighbour told me a house two streets down has just been taken over as well. We don't know what to do. Gemma's neighbourhood isn't the only one to have seen an influx in this infestation. And, as it turns out, Gemma was even one of the lucky ones. This is Mike Walker. He used to live in a semi-detached house in Bromley, until the unthinkable happened. My house was taken over by a dental practice in early 2019. To be honest, I didn't even realise it was happening at first. I came down one morning and there were a few dentists at the kitchen table, didn't think much of it. Then the next week they set up a reception desk in the front room. 
The last straw was when my wife went to have a bath and walked into a full periodontal surgery. They'd uh, turned the bathroom into an operating theatre. That was it for us. We had to go. So far, the full spread of the house parasite is unknown. Local housing authorities couldn't tell us how many suburban houses had been taken over. Madam Councillor, can you please comment on this infestation? Are all of our houses at risk? I... I don't know. Please, I have to go. My wife just called. She's spotted a canister of nitrous oxide in our porch. If you suspect your house has been taken over by dental practice, experts advise you to leave without making a fuss. These dentists are dangerous, and it seems no house is safe. Back to you, Gina, in the studio. Hear ye, hear ye. You need this money-saving trick. Find out why banks hate this woman. Oh, me? No, not you, Lev. Robinson's Laughter Compendium is a one-eared dog production and was written and performed by me, Carly Fish and me, Hannah Robinson Remember, if you enjoy this podcast you can now help support it by heading to buymeacoffee.com forward slash OEDP where you can make a one-off, super quick donation to help us keep Laughter Compendium going If you're not able to donate you can still show your support and rate, review and subscribe or simply spread the word on social media where you can find us by searching for one-eared dog productions Many thanks in advance. Thanks, 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 thanks,